Hey folks, how's it going? Uh, just at the top of today's episode, just a quick note just to say we are trying to expand and grow our podcast channel, uh, the Simon Campbell Instant and Bristol Made Music and Chris's show, Five Songs. So if you like what you hear, then why not share us out? Share us on your social media, you know, tell your friends, tell your colleagues, whatever, whatever floats your boat. All right, folks, on with the show, which is brought to you by myself. So since lockdown, I have been giving guitar lessons via video chat. So if you would like to learn a new skill during these strange and difficult times, then do not hesitate to get in touch with me. I have been playing guitar for nearly 20 years and I customise all my lessons around each pupil's individual needs and personal tastes in music. So whether you're an absolute beginner or well on your way to rock and roll stardom, I can definitely help you out along the way. Now I know what you're thinking. Guitar lessons can be expensive. Well, fear not. I'm currently offering the first lesson for each new pupil at half price of just £15. But it also gets better. If you mention your inquiry to me that you found me through the Simon Campbell incident, you'll get a further £5 off your first lesson. So that's just £10 for your first guitar lesson with me. Not bad, eh? You can find me on Facebook or Instagram by typing in Simon Teaches Guitar, where you can message me directly. That's Simon Teaches Guitar. And you can also email me on my Gmail account, which is simonteachersguitar90 at gmail.com. That is simonteachersguitar90 at gmail.com. All right, friends. So today I have something a little bit different for you. As I'm recording with the Underdog Club this week and next week, I have not had the time to get any guests in. So for this week's and next week's podcast, I'll be going into the archives to bring you some of the very first podcasts that I did. This episode was recorded back on January the 10th of this year. So this was a few months before the lockdown. Uh, Anything topical that we might bring up in this podcast obviously probably hasn't aged very well, uh, but there you go. So my guests today play in a brilliant rock and roll band called Taipan. Their most recent single, You're Coming With Me, has been out for a little while and I thoroughly recommend giving them a listen. All their stuff's on Spotify and all those usual streaming platforms. So without any further ado, please welcome Matt and Mike from Taipan. Okay, and we are on. How's it going, guys? Yeah, good. Yeah, not too bad. How are you doing? Yeah, mate, not too bad. Crofter's right is alright, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, happy with that. That was a nice little meeting place. Yeah. Yeah, could have been worse, couldn't it? Just move that mic slightly closer to you, Matt. Oh, oh hello, it's fallen over. <laughs> off to a flying start. Alright. So, for you guys who might have been following on uh, Instagram, this is the first time that I'm doing a uh, doing a show in my new studio. So, uh, it looks alright, doesn't it? Yeah, it's lush. Yeah, I'm liking the aesthetic to it, to be fair. Yeah, it's not too bad. I mean, like, I still need to get rid of, like, a lot of stuff here. I can't play keyboard and there's two keyboards in this room. Yeah. <laughs> it's not acceptable. Well, you said earlier you can't play drums and you got drums over there and all. Yeah. <laughs> they are teeny tiny drums. Though, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I did, this room makes me look a lot more talented than I actually am. <laughs> uh, so we need to fix that. We need to make it a bit more honest. So, when's your, when's your next gig? Um, when is our next gig? February. February 20... Last Monday in February. <laughs> 23rd? I think so. I want to say. Yeah, 23rd. Yeah, yeah. at the Old England yeah. in Montpellier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
uh, with actually we don't know who the other bands are no, yet. we've just no, been accepted it's, to the it's game. just going to be a surprise yeah. oh fantastic well I mean like if you guys are going to be one of the bands uh, it's going to be a good night oh, oh. thank you very much yeah flattering yeah no, <laughs> uh, it's, uh, no I've been uh, listening to a bunch of your stuff and that, particularly that live record uh, that, that you guys did really really good oh live and loud yeah, yeah. ah it's is it actually live? It's not, no, we noticed that after we recorded it. <laughs> <laughs> the title Live and Out makes it sound like it's a live record. No, that was in a studio. <laughs> it was It was for the title track. Yeah, no, but, I was going to um, say, like... Yeah, we didn't I, think I, that through, really. I thought it was a very unappreciative audience. For yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, no cheering, no <laughs> clapping. You guys playing at a parish hall or something? Yeah, like. just an absolute bomb of a gig. <laughs> He decides to put on a record. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Why not? <laughs> Here's what you're getting. Awesome. Old Ing- Old Ing's a really good venue. Mm. Have you guys played there before? No, not been there before actually. No, just because um, was it closed for a while or something? Might have been. Or refurbed or something. I think mm. you know a bit better than I do. Well, I, I've heard good things about the venue as a, as as a whole. Anyway, they like, they put on some good shows, like just kind of ranging from a lot of different genres and stuff. So they put on like a lot of punk, a lot of rock a lot of hip hop um, they're big on the um, on the local scene so it's, it's mm. good that we've got a kick out to be fair yeah last gig I saw there was a band called Bloody Knees who are my uh, friend that I went to school with uh, hit me up about them and I just took his word for it and yeah really good yeah. they kind of sound like uh, Oasis had a baby with Nirvana <laughs> that's an interesting combination I like yeah that. it's really that makes me want to see what, what that is <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 I actually crowd surfed at that gig <laughs> yeah, nice. yeah. Nice. actually that's promising it's, it's got enough that you can crowd surf yeah. yeah well I mean like I'm not the biggest surfer I, mean, <laughs> <laughs> I don't take it I could probably crowd surf in this room to be honest yeah, that's absolutely fair <laughs> Mike that, that'd be the way to round off the episode <laughs> so watch out I'll do that Instagram sorted <laughs> <laughs> awesome so what have you guys got coming up? A few bits and bobs, haven't we? We've got quite a busy uh, couple of months, really. Yeah, we have. Yeah, after um, after February and stuff, we've got quite a few different things lined up, haven't we? Yeah. Well, I mean, even the lead up, we've got um, we're recording a single. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, we've been in touch with uh, our mate Tino from uh, Three Dead, who are a, a local a local band, sort of. I don't know what genre we put them in, sort of. I'd, I'd say post punk, maybe. That's probably quite yeah. fair. I'd say, yeah. They're good, um, they are really good. Really, yeah, really good. Yeah. yeah, we've we've known them for a couple of years now. And uh, what do you say the name was? Uh, three dead. Three dead. Three yeah. dead. Shout Keep out to three out. dead. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out three dead. Keep a look out for them. Um, and yeah, so they they recently did a single, Medusa, which was uh, recorded and uh, produced by Tino. So we had a chat with him earlier in the week, yeah. and uh, yeah, he's agreed to do a single with us oh, as well. So yeah. starting. Next Friday, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. We today next Friday. Yeah, yeah. we're gonna start a bit of recording on that. So yeah. a couple of weeks bits and bobs evenings after work, just getting our tracks down and uh, that should hopefully be around end of this month, start of February. That should all be cracking on. So that's a good start. Um we're also gonna be playing in this year's Metal to the Masses. Um so for those of you who don't know what that is, that is uh, Battle of the Bands nationwide. Um so the Bristol region has is it four three heats three heats yeah, three yeah. heats of about five or six bands per heat mm-hmm. 
Um, winners of those go through the semis, then it's the finals, and then the winners of the final go and play at Bloodstock Festival in Derbyshire in the summer. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. This year, headlined by, among others, Judas Priest. <laughs> so <coughs> we, uh, <laughs> we're pretty psyched about that. Nice. That's really exciting. I'll, yeah, be, re- so I'll, be, I'll be rooting for you guys. Um, we've got yeah, another uh, sort of mate band of ours, which are in the first heat at the end of January, January the 26th, I think it is. Yeah. So, yeah, go yeah. and check them out because they're. Fucking brilliant. Oh, nice. But um, you're in competition with them? Uh, yeah, probably. Technically, yeah. <laughs> yeah, technically, yeah. yeah, so, you, should, yeah. you should be talking some shit right now. <laughs> oh, go, go and check them, but just boo them. I yeah. Guess. yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I think they're called Witch and not Witcher. Did I say Witcher? Yeah, Sorry. You're probably thinking of Netflix. Like, yeah, I've been watching the, the fucking show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's pretty good. I loved it. Really? Yeah. Have you finished it? I've not started it. No, started I, it I started. I I got really into Game of Thrones a few years ago, mm. and with how it ended, I'm just I'm just distrustful of it. <laughs> fantasy base I think, now. I think that's fair. I think that is fair. Yeah, no, I agree. Yes. I'm yeah. sure it's great, but it does feel. Yeah, I'm just I'm done with swords and horses mm. for a I, little bit. I've not watched it myself yet, but I, I loved the games. Like I really loved. You're a massive fan of Witcher Three, aren't you? Witcher Three. Oh, I've only sunk. A handful of hours into Witcher Three, oh, so I've sunk like hundreds of hours. <laughs> like your life, it was my life for like two years. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did not know it was based on a game. Oh, it's yeah. based on books. Yeah, it is. Which are yeah. books? Yeah. They were books, which then became games, which then became a Netflix series. Well, I was yeah. learning stuff today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the writers from is it Poland? Poland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he did uh, a load of short stories and a few long, longer books about. The Witcher, yes. etc. And yeah. I think this is based more on the books than the game. I think it's a, I think it's a combination it's a of both. both. I think it's a combination of both because the um the games are very heavily lent into the books as well. So mm. yeah, yeah, definitely yeah. worth checking out. Well, I've played a few hours of the third game, going into watch the series, going, I know that name. Yeah, who the fuck's <laughs> that? <laughs> what? Uh, all right, let's see how this plays out. Yeah, but no, I would recommend it. It's. Um, First couple of episodes, it's a bit what's going on, and then it does straighten itself out and make sense. Okay. Over time. Well, I guess that is sort of the thing when you're sort of like building a whole world with your story. Mm. Mm. It does sort of take a fair bit of time to, like, sort of like identify with the story. For like Game of Thrones, it's probably like the third time Daenerys takes her top off, and then you're like, right now, now, now I'm invested. <laughs> <laughs> That long? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, I was playing lots again. Which, yeah, it has a couple of like Monster of the Week episodes as well, which really helped, I think, get <laughs> yeah. the narrative going of just like, here's the big bad for this week. Oh, they've sorted that one out. Lovely. Next week, oh, something else. And oh. now on with the story. Yes. So, yeah, I think that helped break it up a little bit. Okay. Which was nice. All right, well, I'll might have to give it a give it a shot and let you know how I get on with it it's only yeah. eight episodes I've been, I, I've, been, I've been hurt before yeah. I've been hurt before you know I've got trust <laughs> issues with long form <laughs> fantasy yeah. I mean it probably started with The Hobbit I'm assuming and then just grew yeah. from there yeah that was a silly film <laughs> first one was fine it was alright it was grand to be fair this is not I'm, I'm kind of talking well outside my lane right now oh, because, okay. you know. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know I don't want to talk too much too much shit about Tolkien <laughs> or, or, is, or is it all Peter Jackson adaptations <laughs> feel quite underqualified yeah. <laughs> story of my life oh, this is where we need to Sutton here he's our Tolkien expert he is I mean is that why he's living in New Zealand 
Um, no, but he is living in where they filmed Lake Town. Ah, uh, I see. So I guess that ties in. Yeah, yeah. Our resident guitarist, Matt Sutton, who uh, has been a little bit absent over the last couple of years because he's spent a lot of time in New Zealand. Um, the biggest Tolkien geek of the lot of us. So <laughs> Is that why he's in New Zealand? Uh, that's why he went the first time, I'm pre- fairly sure. Mm. Or certainly, probably correct me if I'm wrong. Um, but yeah, first time he came back, there were a lot of pictures on his phone. Uh, you know, here's where I climb Mount Doom. Here's where that bit where Shadowfax turns up for the first time. <laughs> Did you have to point out to him it wasn't literally Mount Doom? And uh, I mean, it, he, it is like a film, not a documentary. I mean, he did climb to the top of it, so I've got to give him props for that. It's <laughs> a fairly big mountain to be uh, there. He does like his mountain climbing. He does like his mountain climbing. Him and his dad did Mont Blanc a couple of years ago, oh, wow. which was like their crowning glory. They're not screwing him out, are they? No, They're serious, them. serious shit. Yeah, fair days. Um, you won't catch me doing that. No, uh, no, I'm, no. I'm, I'm far too lazy to do that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Quick pop up the Brecons, maybe. <laughs> maybe, maybe. I'm, maybe I can ease into it. Yeah. Next thing yeah. you know, I'm free climbing Eiffel Tower or something. This could be free climbing the Eiffel Tower. Yeah, that, that's, that, that's that, that, that could be how it goes. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm an ambitious man. What can I say? Just if you can get the first twenty feet without getting tasered, I suppose that's probably an accomplishment. Yeah, yeah, and then it's just try not to fall to your death. There's that. Yeah. Have you yeah. seen those? Uh, videos of like people like free climbing skyscrapers and stuff and yeah, like, yeah. filming from like point of view oh yeah, yeah. Oh, oh you had that whole <sighs> stupid thing with like when the selfie sticks were coming out oh, and, like, people Jesus. just like get themselves to real precari- precarious like fucking stupid situations yeah and, yeah like on the top of like the construction stuff yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. scary as fuck honestly it's t- like you can see vertigo just watching oh, yeah, oh my god yeah and you yeah. just see like leaning over yeah yeah, yeah. Just... Or, like just hanging on by like one hand and stuff well, like I, that is I saw one where, where this guy was letting his mate hang on hold on to him yeah. and swing him from the top of a skyscraper yeah. that is trust isn't it just completely <laughs> trusting his mate that's making me squirm just thinking about yeah. it. me too <laughs> <laughs> me too <laughs> Yeah, like, uh, oh my goodness, what? Just, <laughs> yeah, just find a better hobby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's easier things to do than climbing up high things and Think dangling off. Think what your poor of... mum would say if she saw you. <laughs> Selfish behaviour, dude. Oh, that's one thing my mum always said to me. If you're ever going to go, like, hang gliding or jumping out of a plane or anything like that, call me afterwards. Don't call me before you're doing yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Should I say that's So you mentioned this Bristol uh, Battle of Bands for mm. Metal. So what's the... Because, as you guys know, I'm sort of not in the metal scene, surprisingly. I'm wearing a fucking jumper right now, so... <laughs> <laughs> um, so what is the scene like in, in, in Bristol? 
I think it varies. You mentioned like a few bands that you're like your friends with. And, yeah, and if there's like and a battle the band specifically for, it really varies. Like we're definitely on the softer side of all of that. We're yeah. more like the kind of classic rock, mm-hmm. classic heavy metal, you know, seventies kind of Judas Priest, White Snake, ACDC yeah. kind of thing. In terms of like more extreme metal, like death metal and things like that, I'd yeah. say Bristol's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, yeah back in um, I mean, back in the mid noughties I used to play in a black metal band, and you know we did all right round here. Um, you got places like the Griffin. Back in those days, you had the Junction, which I think is now a bike shop. No, it's a, it's a pizza pizza place. It's a pizza place. Yeah, it's number um, number fifty one. So it's craft. Oh, well remembered. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so like, there's a pretty good like extreme metal scene here, particularly okay. places like the Griffin. Um, put a lot of that on the Exchange as well. You get a lot of like um, uh, like death metal, grindcore. Mm. Um, they play all, a lot of punk stuff. Though, a lot of punk as okay. well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and quite a good hardcore scene, I think, as yeah. well around here. Yeah, there is. Yeah. So like on the more extreme side of alternative, it's very, very good. On our kind of side, we kind of fall between the cracks a little bit. <laughs> So yeah, because I I just realised that I've described you as a metal band, but haven't listened to your stuff a fair bit. Yeah, like it's I don't want to say you're not metal because that could be construed as an insult. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, um, like it, it's it's not what I would sort of describe as it. It's a very sort of classic rocky, like like you yeah, mentioned yeah, yeah. ACDC. Um, I'd say it varies depending on some yeah. of the tracks. Really, like yeah. we've had a couple which are much heavier. We've got some like particularly our our current guitarist Dan Horseman. He um, He's uh, really into things like Megadeth and things like that, so it's a bit more thrashy. Uh, some of the stuff he's coming out with that um, we're potentially going to start writing with you know, going forward. But at the moment, yeah, it's more kind of classic rock, mm. I guess. So we're we're not quite in the same lane as like the indie crowd or like mm. the kind of pop-punk crowd. We're not heavy enough for like the metal crowd as yeah. well. So. In terms of places that we can play, we've ended up being a little bit limited. Mm. Um, so, I mean, we've played places like, you know, we played the Fleece, or we played it last week, wasn't it? So yeah, it was, we did, yeah. That, that's, that's I seven. love the promo. <laughs> that was fantastic. Because I, I, I was ch- checking it out just before I came to meet you guys, mm. and it just pictured, it, was, it must be like post sound check or something, it was a picture it was of the stage. stage. Yeah, yeah. And it said, we're playing, we're at the Fleece. Where the fuck are you? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's thanks to uh, Kenny K. Dog Guppy, our Indeed. singer. Yes, yeah. it was, yeah. Um, so, yeah, we've done the Fleece, I mean, for seven or eight times, I think, over the last three years. Nice. Like, quite a lot of times. Varying levels of gigs as well. So, like, quite a lot of um, more sort of underground bands. We've also done uh, one we did in May of 2019, which was supporting High on Maiden, so like touring High Maiden tribute band. Oh, a lot of fun. Mm. We did an acoustic set supporting the Choir Boys on Halloween last year, which was tremendous. Yeah, that, that was, was really cool. That I was like really that fun. Yeah, and completely different for us to do yeah. an acoustic really set. The, the crowd, I didn't think that the crowd would be like so pumped to see us and stuff, but they really were. And yeah, I, was, nice. I, was really, I was really pleased about that. We got a really good reception there. I was yeah. really happy with that. Yeah. And particularly as we got that gig, because we sort of told a bit of a white lie. <laughs> 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 there was a post that went up on Facebook from the promoter saying, we need a band, we need some acoustic bands to play this. And... Um, <laughs> Um, you sold yourselves as an acoustic band. They, That's yeah. amazing. I mean, yeah, <laughs> and we were just like, because we, we've got, yeah, we know um, Shirley Calvert, the uh, the promoter of the Fleece, we know her very well. 
And uh, yeah, we just thought, oh, yeah, I'll just email them in and say, yeah, we can do a 30 minute acoustic set. That'd be fine. Sent the email off, came back. Yeah, gig's yours. Went, right, lads. Got to learn how to do a 30 minute acoustic <laughs> set. <laughs> yeah. And I, we, we did have our work cut out for yeah, us as well, didn't but we? It we, wasn't like, entirely acoustic because I don't have an acoustic bass. Fair and, enough. Yeah. And also, Dan didn't have an acoustic guitar. Yeah, he played like an acoustic effect on his pedal, didn't he? Did, he? Yeah. he did, yeah. Oh, it was I, good though. I was, was about really to make cool. a joke asking if you guys did that, but <laughs> you literally did that. <laughs> and then I borrowed my sister's boyfriend's semi-acoustic guitar, so like, it really was not yeah, yeah. like a proper... Mm. Yeah. Were, were you playing guitar on that one? Yeah. For most of the tracks. Oh, he's, right. he's good at guitar. He's better than I am. That's very nice of you, think yeah. you? Oh, it's true. That's the most musically qualified <laughs> We haven't played stick together, man. Yeah. Uh, I, I suppose. Well, you've got two guitar players and a singer in your band. Mm. You've got a. Mm. You've got to look after each other. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, well, I just mentioned it as well. Like, in terms of, you know, we've got a lot of talent in the band, but Mike is the most musically qualified in terms of. Grades and instruments. Oh, thank you. To quote Garth, I like to play. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you guys are being so nice to each other. I mean, what's how many grade eights have you got? Three. There you are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I. Yeah. I. Yeah. Piano. Piano. Cello. Bass. Guitar. Singing. Ah. Yeah. Blimey. You do it all, but we plumped one bass. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I write music as well, doing um, theory and stuff, but yeah. Oh, right. yeah. Is, is that stuff that, that, that's like available or...? Um, no, no it's not at the moment. Just, just, just purely for...? Yeah, just for fun, really. Like, yeah, I put most of my music stuff into, into Taipan, mm. I think. And uh, yeah, there is space to grow and it shall happen. Hey, nice one. Well, if you do, let, uh, if, it, if, it, if you ever release anything, let us know. Yeah, of course, yeah. Absolutely, yeah, we'll feel to a... Give you a give you a bit of a shout on the old Bristol made. Yeah, awesome. So make music. In fairness, Mike uh, came in at quite a difficult time as well because uh, we had a period where, within a few months, we had our previous guitarist Pete Lilly. He moved away oh, to okay. Devon, so it was much harder to play with him. Yeah. Um, and our previous bassist Tim Davies quit. Um, so we had Dan kind of in the wings. We already knew Dan, and I think you knew. You knew Kenny. Yeah, from... I knew. Yeah, I knew Ken. I went to school with Kenny. So, yeah, yeah. So it's been kind of a long time since you guys had sort of. Yeah, yeah. It had, it had been a good. It had been a good while. We we uh, kept touch on Facebook and stuff like that. And then I saw his uh, post about needing a bassist, mm-hmm. and I responded to that. And here we are. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. But basically, when Mike was getting in, it was yeah. We were having gigs where we have to do originals, and then we also were trying to get some pub gigs. Mm-hmm. So it was kind yeah. of a, here you are, here's a set of two albums worth of songs. Yeah. And then also here's like 30 covers. Yeah. You've not got long to learn them, so <laughs> let's get cracking. So yeah, yeah you kind of uh, yeah. thrown in the deep end, really, weren't you? Yeah, it's been fun, though. Yeah, it's been fun. Like, I, I do enjoy, I, I enjoy playing the, uh, the Taipan songs a lot because <clears throat> um, I can put my own take on it and that. And the, the covers gigs have been fun as well mm. um, in just local pubs around Bristol. Mm. And that, like, it's been, yeah. I've enjoyed doing that, you know, like I, as I said, I like to play, so. <laughs> very, very, uh, I like how understated you are about all this. <laughs> I mean, I, I only play like 
one instrument and I sing a little bit and I, mm. I won't shut up about that so you know <laughs> you're not one to toot your own horn really are no, you <laughs> even though I probably could thing when you sort of join a band and you when you have that about like 30 or 40 songs to learn in a few mm. weeks mm. yeah like uh, yeah you hear all these sort of stories about you know like how you have just have to join in last minute and then there's like a bunch of like there's like 50 shows over the next year mm. that you need to get ready for and like 50 songs to learn yeah, yeah. well when when i joined i got given a um a, a usb stick by matt and um, that had all the tablature on it so oh nice um, learn it at home and stuff like that and it's um very useful yeah because even though it sound even though it sounds kind of straightforward on record Mm -hmm. because of the composition of it it's not as straightforward (laughs) (laughs) and that's uh thanks to certain really isn't it a lot of it's thanks to certain and also then when you've got ones that we haven't actually recorded yeah, yeah. but you're trying to play it through software that makes it sound like it's like a boss battle it, in yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> like an 80s Mario game yeah. like it doesn't help yeah. <laughs> amazing uh, that, yeah that is the that is the thing like, uh, cause it's interesting that you mentioned that saying that it sounds simple mm. but in reality it's a lot harder all that deceptively simple yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. like uh, ACDC are like a really good example of that mm. Because uh, it's all like for, for drums, it's all very straight rhythm, yeah. and the guitar riffs are all very like catchy and memorable. Mm. But yeah. you realise when you start playing them that there's like a certain, <clears throat> particularly if you're covering them in a band, mm. uh, there's always there's normally like a quavers difference mm. with the guitar and the yeah. drums. So although what the drums are playing, if they were just playing on their own, would probably be quite straightforward. Mm. It's often just eighth notes on the snare and a two and a four. It's all yeah. Just some sort of variation of that yeah. Yeah. but because you've got like the guitar just slightly ahead mm. but can only be slightly ahead mm. often by like an eighth note that level of syn- syncopation yeah. like uh, that's that's the sort of thing with like pop and rock and hard rock and things like mm. that is although like people like yeah okay it's three chords mm. but the, it it's kind of how you play it yeah yeah, yeah I mean you look at like status quo for yeah. example I mean like you know on paper fairly straightforward but it's not quite as simple as it seems. Or, you know, you mentioned ACDC. I make sure I get them the right way around. But it's even little subtleties, like um, Angus would play it with, like, power chords, mm-hmm. and Malcolm would play it with more open, open chords, chords yeah. to give it that, that bigger sound. Yeah. You know, just such small differences like that make mm. all the difference. Exactly. It, it's not... It's going to sound cheesy, but it's true. It's not what you play, it's how you play it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. You know, how you can make that A, G, and D... Mm. sounds good enough to sell millions of records well, and have yeah. tens yeah, of thousands yeah, yeah. of people jumping up and down. Yeah. That's the difference. It's that extra little attention to detail. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and, like, and, and bass playing as well on ACDs, they often do things like a, playing like the third of a chord and things like that. You yeah. know, obviously the famous thing is like the, the uh, F sharp over D. Yeah. Did I get that right around when it's a slash chord? 
It's a deep bow when you drop the bass. Yes, yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always screw that up. <laughs> you know, you, you get those like sort of little things, so the bass kind of gets more melodic over it as mm. well, and the kind of gives more direction to where the harmony's going. Mm. Um, I'm getting really geeky with this now. I hope that's well, okay. No, I was, was going to say like a big example of that for me would be Pearl Jam. Yeah. Um, Stone Gossard. Um, yeah, you listen to a Pearl Jam song, and it's it sounds fairly chordy and fairly straightforward. But actually, when you take it apart. There's so many layers and tracks and little bits that he's added in, which even if it's a track which has just got a couple of notes in, it makes the difference when it's taken away and you listen to, say, their very famous uh, MTV acoustic unplugged, yeah. where it's just straight chords all the way through. Yeah. It sounds totally different, just completely changes the atmosphere of it. Yeah, no, exactly. That's really is That really is the rub of it all. Like we were talking about uh, Chuck Berry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or moreover, I was talking about Chuck Berry. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was having a monologue and you two were... We were politely listening. You were politely listening. <laughs> oh, this guy definitely plays guitar. Yeah. <laughs> Off you go. <laughs> and even you looked at your phones once during it, so thank you. <laughs> you said polite. <laughs> um, no, it, like... Um, Oftentimes you get bar bands, so I, I've been gifted this myself, to do something like Johnny Be Good, and, oh, it's a 12 bar. Easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, no, no, there's a knack. There's a knack. There's a knack. Like <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that's why I think the knack's such a good band name. Because, uh, you know, for like rock and roll sort mm. of things, mm. if we can broad, broaden that to include yeah. like what I do in quarter turns and what, what, what you guys do in uh, Taipan. Yeah. Uh, Taipan, it's <laughs> testing you. <laughs> yeah, uh, you, as you guys might know from the intro that I recorded before this, I completely mispronounced the band name. Uh, Radio One, if you need uh, any any uh, broadcasters, surprising enough, I'm available. <laughs> but um, what I was saying, yeah, we're sort of broad than like that sort of sphere of like rock and roll. That is, that really is what makes a, a rock and like a rock and roll band you want to go see stand out from someone that's just screwing about mm, yeah. in their dad's garbage. You know? It is that knack, basically, to go back to it. Yeah, that yeah. little... little bit it's, extra, yeah. a little bit of... And it's just a shame it's already been taken. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they're a one-hit wonder. <laughs> yeah. Good hit, though. My, my Sharona. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, they might have more. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I've no idea, actually. <laughs> I, don't know yeah, I, I, I can't think of any other. For all so. I've known, they've done like eight albums. <laughs> <laughs> give them. A, you know what? I'm gonna. I'm gonna give them a listen and see if there's see if there's more to them. It's just that one track on repeat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they've really been milking it for years. Yeah. <laughs> I think when um, although they're obviously not a one-hit wonder, but I think when one of the last times Motorhead played Glastonbury, they played Ace of Spades twice. Really? <laughs> <laughs> but again, that's another because we were talking about them before. Yeah, that's yeah. another band that I really want to listen to a little bit more because we were talking mm, a yeah, bit about. Yeah, I'd recommend it. You've got yeah. some great songs. I say, songs. when I was at fourteen, or so I went through a big Motorhead phase and mm. just that was essentially all I'd listened to. And then I think it got overtaken by probably Maiden or something oh, yeah. like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, so many things. Like we were saying before, you know, that you know, played a lot with girls' school. Their collaboration with them is like a, that was one of the first Motorhead songs I ever heard was "Please Don't Touch," which is the two, you know, the uh, uh, Lemmy and I forget her name. The thing from Girls' School, no, getting shape from Mike. Yeah. <laughs> I just um, know him in Girls' School. I didn't. I this is when we need like a producer <laughs> who's got like their laptop open. Yeah, they can speed it into your ear. Yeah. Uh, so I know that. 
yeah, I can look like I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, like it was a good starting point. And then you got tracks like um, uh, tracks like Overkill, Bomber. Um, yeah, so many just things which sound so different to Ace of Space, which everyone knows. Yeah, like they were more versatile than I think they they get credit for. They're quite underrated, really. sort of like hear that and it's just where he sort of talked about sort of like the metal uh well metal punk and rock and roll kind of like being kind of like related to each other in a, yeah. in a lot of ways and talking about it, it was such like a sort of like level of like accuracy and and he's had really good po really good points to make and i was like oh i've never thought about it like that yeah yeah you know like and that's why i come and really got into podcasting yeah. Um, was because you'd hear musicians talk long form and talk about their ideas and mm. how, how they see things. And then you go back and listen to their music and you might not, not consider yourself a fan before that. Yeah, yeah. But now you kind of like understand where they're coming from. It changes how you hear the music. Yeah, yeah, I'd understand that. The, uh, the um, importance of perspective is always good when come to like understand different genres and stuff like that um there's a, there's a few documentaries that i've seen on on youtube as well about like uh, the the black metal scene and the death metal scene and stuff mm. like that and even though beforehand i kind of like that music anyway like watching the documentaries on those particular genres it's um kind of opened my eyes a little bit more you know like mm. especially in the in the kind of areas that they were like in like um for the black metal stuff is there was a lot of uh, a lot of hatred towards mm. just lots of things and they didn't yeah. have, they didn't have an outlet and they decided to make an outlet mm. and not all of that stuff is good not all of it is good but you can kind of see why they why some of them went down that particular road. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you look at, like, the big bands in, well, I suppose, look, there's Norway, mm. Sweden, Norway. Norway. Um, like, yeah, they were really young. Yeah. Well, weren't they? Like, yeah, yeah, they're, like, 16, could, 17. Yeah, like you could bands like yeah. Mayhem and things yeah. like that. Yeah, they were really, really young, recording yeah. off of, I think, was it Mayhem uh, recorded their, like, an EP or something off of a four-track? They founded yeah, a skit so, or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, and it was just, like, that's kind of what gave it that sound of this, like, this real raw, horrible noise kind of thing, which is really visceral and yeah. um, just animalistic, really. It's mm. just screaming and noise and drums and guitars, and it's really hard to tell what it is, but at the same time can be very atmospheric. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things, like, in the right place, in the right mood, it mm. can be the perfect kind and of it's, it's music. It's fed onto a lot of other bands which are like really like quite big now and stuff mm. that I listen to now like uh, like Death Heaven and um, yeah. and Earth and bands like that um, kind of the whole atmospheric 
kind of it's more drone stuff now really, mm. isn't it? but it's it's kind of like a a drone in the background the second setting the scene and all that kind of stuff and then you just hear like Rah! yeah or, or whatever like, it's like again. um immortal mm. i guess like, you know, they had that real kind of feel of this is like we're in the mountains and yeah, it's yeah, cold yeah. and frostbitten and yeah. you know very kind of theatrical but mm. with like guitars with lots and lots of effects and just this kind of raspy screaming over the top and it had the real atmosphere i saw um winter Phyllis, uh was it a couple of years ago at bloodstock and the music was brilliant but that's the kind of feel they go for and it was about 25 degrees and really really sunny at like two in the afternoon and i was like this is great but this is not the right place to yeah. see you lads like, this is... yeah it's not like outdoor daytime no yeah, unless yeah. it's overcast yes yes yeah, yeah. if it had been like it's just a thunderstorm it, if it had been pissing it down we'd have been having a lovely time just <laughs> a lovely time huh? yeah rolling around in the mud <laughs> Rolling around and like, just, just really appreciating some black metal, like you know, it was good. But yeah, yeah noticing Helm Steep or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Whereas this was more of a kind of I could just have a pint and listen to this. Like, yeah. it was a bit. That was well to keep the Lord of the Rings metaphor going. That was a bit more hobbity. <laughs> oh, fantastic! I love this. This is. <laughs> How many times can we mention Tolkien in this podcast? I don't know. Please sponsor. I really feel like I'm stretching my knowledge, <laughs> which is based absolutely. purely on the films. <laughs> I am really stretching this. Well, let me tell you about Tom Bombadil. <laughs> <laughs> I've had some of my friends who are really into it have mentioned that, so I do know the name. Well, that's a, all right. I won't tell you. <laughs> you don't have to. I'll. I'll live. Well, yeah, I'm sure <laughs> you've got this far. <laughs> new single that, that you guys are doing is there anything else you guys want to want to let people know about um well we're going to be doing an album at some point um during the year which will be good um get my sweet bassy tones <laughs> onto record so that'll be fun mm -hmm. yeah uh, yeah it's, it's, it's been cool. a while in the works really it? it's been going on yeah i think the planning started for this probably about a year ago mm. roughly um so I guess with the current lineup, just for a bit of a, a timeline. So uh, Ken and I and Sutton have been there since pretty much the inception. I think Sutton and I were there slightly before Ken, and then that was like our original lineup. Um, with well, a few years ago we had Connor Marriott on the bass, Pete Lilly on guitar. Then Connor left. We got Tim Davies on the bass in twenty. 18 and then summer of last year tim left uh so then we had a bit of a gap we had dan coming on the guitar mike coming on the bass over the summer mm -hmm. um but sutton 
Ken and I had already been working on album number three. Um, nope, we won't tell you the title just yet, but that'll be, <laughs> that'll be in the works. Um, uh, but yeah, we'd already started working on it with, uh, with Tim and with Pete, so quite a bit of it had already been written before Mike and Dan joined us, really. Mm. So I mean, there's a there's a couple we've done. There's one we've done live, I think, isn't it? No, a few actually we've done live. We did a couple acoustic. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Which are yeah. more like rock songs, but for the acoustic gig, we thought we'd turn them into blues songs because yeah. nice. we were sort of struggling to get a set together <laughs> <laughs> and not just do loads of covers. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so like I think we've got the majority of it kind of learned. Uh, Sutton will be coming back from New Zealand in. The yeah, like late April, like after Easter. Okay. So once he's back and we can get ourselves all sorted, hopefully over the summer we'll um we'll get the album done, and then looking to release probably late autumn, early winter of this year, um, which we're yeah we're we're stepping it up a bit. Cause the first two albums we did, um, the drums, the vocals, basically everything was recorded at our old bassist Tim's house, who had. Mm-hmm bit of a studio but we didn't have like a proper professional setup it was okay. we had a load of drum mics and we had a load of what we could get but we didn't quite have everything i think we want to get like a big big sound that yeah. we're after mm. so this is what i hope we do with tino yeah um yeah. you know from what he's done with uh, the three dead single and then yeah i guess we'll we'll figure out where we're going to record the third album and and crack on with that as soon as we can yeah Nice. Uh, do you guys have a studio in mind, or we're shopping around a bit, aren't we? I yeah, mean, we'll if, go uh, go around at different different places, see what kind of stuff they've produced in the past, and yeah, kind of decide from that, really. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've looked into two or three places so far, I think, but we haven't sorted anything out yet. Yeah, proper yeah. window shopping. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's, that's good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can um, just. I'm just gonna. Plug a friend here who uh, who did the last uh, video for my band. Although we're more like rock and soul, and you're like a little bit hard and heavy, but he does do a lot of work with sort of like heavier sort of bands. So okay. like you might well fit. He's a guy called Max Fackery from uh, Exadium Studios. Okay. Uh, it's where Quarter Turns. I'll hit hit you afterwards. I'm, oh, good I might be mispronouncing the name. Uh, Exadium Studios. I'm gonna Google that real quick. Um, <laughs> Uh, but no, he's really, really good. He's a really good producer as well. Okay. Um, he's very hands-on in the mm-hmm. musical side. Uh, so yeah, quick shout-out to Max, <laughs> if you're listening, which I sincerely hope you are. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, that's one recommendation I could give the Sweet, yeah. Do with it what you will. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll follow up. I mean, like, yeah, we're, we're, we're fairly new to... Trying out in a proper studio, yeah. not just self-producing. I mean, so, yeah. I've just clicked up now. How do you pronounce that? Oh, there they are. Um, was it? Yeah, Exordium, Exadium. I'd say Exordium. I'm oh, very aware well, my face is very close yeah, to like when I'm saying that. That's <laughs> right. There's a U after the A, so I'm saying Exordium. Exordium, yeah. Could have asked him, but I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can see that. That's where we did our last video as well. So we also were. Uh, oh, cool. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah, and he, he also, uh, ooh, not stocking a microphone over, I suppose we This is why I need an adult to help me do this. Those <laughs> longer cables. <laughs> Many things I need. <laughs> Are you guys going to do an album launch as well? Uh, yeah, I think we've got some 
that, that's sort of in the works. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I'd, yeah, I'd say so. I, I think I think Kenny would uh, relish that to be fair. Yeah, what's <laughs> that? Uh, yeah, I'll sing. He, he um, so he's he's doing some stuff around marketing at the minute okay. as part of his uh, his work. So we're trying Ooh. to sort of translate some of that into mm. how to do that musically. As oh well, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, smart move. I yeah would definitely do the same thing. Yeah, I think yeah, it's just taking full advantage of whatever resources and information we have to hand really yeah. just put all the skill sets together and crack on yeah well um please keep me keep me posted i'm, I'm gonna go uh, do 26 i think so okay. have you got your phone, oh, England, there, yeah. like... <laughs> phone. crack out we want we want people to know about, it is about that i think yeah 26 well, regardless of what we say, I mean, people can stay in touch via 20, the internet, 24th. can't they? Oh, 24th, sorry. Yeah. 24th. Oh, yeah, don't go on the 26th, then we won't do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, 24th, yeah. Monday the 24th at the Old England mm-hmm. in Montpellier. Yeah. Happy days. Indeed, indeed. Sure. Good time. <laughs> and so, for future gigs, where can people... Uh, so probably Facebook is probably one of the easiest places to find yeah, us. Yeah, Facebook or Instagram. Um, mm-hmm. We've got our own website as well. Uh, which is taipanofficial.co.uk. Uh, yes, it is. Yeah. Yes, yeah. well remembered. <laughs> I, I was it's a really good website that. as well, by the way. Who, 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 um, who, Sutton, Sutton. Yeah, yeah, it was about Sutton. Yeah. Uh, sorted that out a couple of years ago, and then um, we didn't do anything with it for a really long time, and the last year it's been yeah, quite it helpful. Yeah, it's really, really good. Um, and I'm just looking at other links. Uh, so, yeah, so we've got Facebook. You can find us on YouTube. Um, just googling Taipan, googling on YouTube. What am I talking about? Uh, Same company, YouTube, aren't they? Are they? Yeah. Oh yeah. well, that counts then. They, they um, rule yeah. the world now. <laughs> they do. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, we're on YouTube, we're on Spotify as well. Um, you can get our Twitter at uh, at Taipan Band, um, and we're on SoundCloud. So Taipan is spelled T Y P A N. Yes. Mm-hmm. There uh, we go. So yeah, the Twitter handle capital T. Taipan, capital B, band, off you go. Mm. And it's at Taipan Official on Instagram. That's the one, yes. Yeah, there we go. Fantastic. Mm. Oh, I'm really looking forward to seeing you guys live. <laughs> oh. Like, I uh, haven't listened to you guys. Well, as, now we know well. where you live, so we'll come and knock on the door if you're not there. <laughs> yeah, if I'm not there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, um, yeah, and Old England's a really fun venue as well. Yeah, I'm really excited to play there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... If you're looking for something to do on the 24th, 24th, Old England's a really fun place. I Last gig I saw that, I actually crowd surfed that. So, I've, yeah, I truly recommend that you guys should have, should hit. And it's hit a Monday, up. so who doesn't need a bit of cheering up on a Monday evening? Just yeah. go and forget your troubles. When I was a student in Huddersfield which is a shit place to be a student. That's <laughs> uh, where I got this scarf from. Had long hair back in the day, yeah. <laughs> Some locals took offence. I will take notes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cut my hair before I go up north. Nah. I mean, you, I think you could look after yourself better than I could have. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, when I was at Union, Huddersfield, there was this uh, nightclub called Camel, and they had this thing on Monday called Monday Fun Day. Oh dear! Oh yeah, that sounds dangerous. Oh, Huddersfield. I mean, (laughs) yeah. I'm not entirely sure where Huddersfield is. I just know Jodie Whittaker's from West Yorkshire. 
West York. It's about four, half an hour to 45 minutes drive from Sheffield, if I'm not mistaken. Is there anything else that uh, you're doing to sort of spice up that, that release? Um, well, as we are going to be recording a new single in the, in the next like, month or so, we are going to be doing a video for that. Um, so that'll be fun. You know, I've not been in the music video before. Um, I'm not exactly the most mobile person, but <laughs> I look good on camera, so... <laughs> Don't doubt it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we've yet to decide what the video is going to be about or what it's going to be, yeah. but it is definitely in the pipelines. It is in the pipeline, yeah. All right, what's the song about then? Can uh, you say? Or is this all <laughs> CIA, <laughs> under wraps, need to know? No, we've, we've played it live a couple of times, so I think we can... All right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was a fairly... So the, the, the guitar work was written by Matt Sutton quite a long time ago, and then I came up with a lot of the lyrics and gave it to singer Kent to sort of tweak them it's a fairly straightforward slightly dumb rock and roll song about being in a bar and seeing a lovely lady okay and then uh finding out she's a man no, no. We, didn't go, no we, didn't, we didn't go with the kinks on this one no um we uh, don't really lead in that one is it not from personal experience oh, no, I, I <laughs> yeah, it's, it's about pulling it above basically. basically it's about but yeah, yeah. Ah. Essentially. Essentially. Well, technically, it's about being pulled at a bar. Oh, true. of course. No, that, yeah, that is true. <laughs> it's 2020, guys. The dynamics yeah. are shifting yeah. on this yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. very true. And it's got a really good guitar solo in it as well. It's got a lovely guitar yeah. solo on, courtesy of Dan Horseman. Yes. yes. Shout out to Dan. Shout, Shout out to, to Dan. Dan. He won't listen to this. He doesn't. <laughs> he <won't. laughs> He's a real technophobe. He barely knows what a podcast is. He, oh. he, does, he does pen and paper. Yeah, That's pen it. and paper. That's it. He doesn't do this is where he's going to actually listen to this. Yeah, we're getting yeah. in trouble. Because Emma's going to sort it out for him. Oh, bull. Let's get this You're in trouble. <laughs> oh, no. Don't make the guitarists angry. God knows what they'll do. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> they'll, like, quit and get, like, another 20... And then in, within a week, you'll get, like, another 20 applicants for guitar. I mean, we've got, yeah, I mean, this is the thing, like, you know... If, yeah, that that was not the hardest one to find. Fucking bassist. <laughs> There's none of you. That is true. We are, we are a rare breed. You are a rare breed. Yes. Bloody hell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we know you. Yeah, yeah. Let's cut this bit as well. <laughs> I like this bit. This is staying in. Oh, okay. This, this staying is staying in. in. Well, very no, well then. Creating a riff. He's a quick bit of drama. He needs to sell. Oh, no. Do you know what I, You're I, gonna I was, stitch me up next gig, aren't you? Do you know what I was sort of think would be a really fun promo for a band? Is to start like a band that like with a band that you're kinda of like mates with, but like start like a fake feud with them. Ooh. Can we feud with Keith? Let's do it. They'd be yeah. well on board for this that. Is, this is something I want to do, but like I haven't really found like the right people. 
Yeah. Oh, we can like, totally just, do like, that. Yeah. It'd be great thing to do. Like, you can like shout about each other's gigs. Like, oh, I can't believe so and so's playing the Feckler. Like, yeah. like They've a real an hour set. Yeah. Like an Oasis like, versus Blur. But like funny. But like, you yeah. like, like do it in a way that it's, you've obviously taken the taken the piss. Gotcha. Yeah. I think that'd just be the funnest thing to do. That sounds like a real cracking idea. No, you'd be like, <laughs> I'm well on board. Yeah. You'd like all be like talking to, like the, to the phone, like on like Instagram or something. <laughs> like that. I can't believe that this great venue, uh, the Fleece or whatever. Them, really? I've them. stooped to the depths <laughs> of hiring these amateurs. Big mistake. Let Shoot. me tell you something. <laughs> then you'll wrap it up. Just real dealing some dirt on just non-existent dirt. On I really, arms. really, really want to do that. So um, if, if you uh, so yeah, let's get that going, and then should we just like credit you in every video as well? I mean, I wouldn't say no to <laughs> it. Just a little hashtag. <laughs> is, there any, is there any way I can take credit without actually doing the work? <laughs> that's the dream. Isn't it? That's the dream. <laughs> just put hashtag Simon so. It's one yeah. podcast. Oh yeah, hashtag Simon says. Yeah, jobs are good. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good times, gentlemen. It's just coming up to eight o'clock. Okay, let's close with where people can find you again. Yeah, so I guess uh, just to uh, say yeah. So on Facebook, T Y P A N Taipan. I think we're Taipan official as like the. Yeah, I think that's the URL thing. Yeah, URL. Um, Instagram was. Uh, at, at Taipan Official. At Taipan Official. Mm-hmm. Twitter, at Taipan Band. We're on Spotify, YouTube, SoundCloud. Um, I think that's about it. Yeah, our, our official website is www.taipanofficial.co.uk. Yeah, and that's got all our gigs coming up. We do a mix of gigs where we're doing originals, and then we also do gigs where we're hosting at pubs where we do a couple of hours of sets a mix of originals and covers Mm -hmm. so if you're in the sort of generally east bristol area i guess or down end staple hill hannam kingswood that sort of bit fish ponds then uh we'll probably be coming to a place near you uh in 2020 yeah yeah it's always a good time and also the cat and wheel uh, oh, down by the arches place. we've got a couple of gigs there next uh, this year as well so keep Fact an eye out I love playing at that place yeah. mm. it's cracking so we did it about fun. a year and a half ago I got showered out for climbing on tables there <laughs> <laughs> at the cat and wheel yeah I, I, I mean I thought that was powerful I, have you seen that I like <laughs> Oh yeah, no, sorry. Like, this, this pub's exactly how we want it. Mm. You know, you're gonna ruin the table. It's, by... I know. I mean, it's it, oh, peculiar venue, but but fun, lovely. Yeah, <laughs> fantastic. Mm. Okay, gentlemen, thank you so much for being here. Thank, thank you, you very much, Simon. Cheers. All right. Bye, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Hope you enjoyed listening to it as much as I did enjoy making it. So as I said at the top of this episode, uh, we are looking to grow our listenership. So uh, if you've enjoyed the show and you think you might know a few people that might enjoy this sort of thing as well, you know, feel free to steer them in our direction. Give them a little nudge in the old SCI way. 
And just before I leave you, a quick word from our sponsor, which is uh, which is me. So this episode was brought to you by myself, and since lockdown, I've been giving guitar lessons via video chat. So if you would like to learn a new skill during these strange and rather difficult times, then don't hesitate to get in touch with me. I've been playing guitar for nearly 20 years and I customise all my lessons around each people's individual's needs and personal tastes in music. So whether you're an absolute beginner or well on your way to a rock and roll stardom, I can definitely help you out along the way. Uh, You can get in touch with me on Facebook or Instagram by typing in Simon Teach Guitar and you can just message me directly on that. Or you can email me at simonteachersguitar90 at gmail.com. That is simonteachersguitar90 at gmail.com. You can also find out a little bit more about me on my own website, which is www.simonteachersguitar.com. All right, folks, that's all. See you next week.